welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. How are you guys today? Super excited that you are here with me. And today, it's all things beliefs, where they come from, why we have them, whether or not they're helping us, and how to change them if they aren't. Beliefs. Why do you believe what you believe? Like, have you ever thought about that? Why do you believe what you believe? Most people don't, right? Our parents, they they share their beliefs with us. And, and sometimes, frankly, they force their beliefs on us as kids. It's just what's happened for generation after generation. It's that kind of conditioning of it all. We take the beliefs on as our own, and maybe if we're lucky, somewhere in our 30s and 40s, we start to question some of those beliefs, where they came from, are they really ours, or just that programming. We get all kinds of ideas and all kinds of beliefs of who we should be, what we should do, how we should behave by the media, the stuff that we consume, whether it's news, social, movies, internet, you know, you get the point, right? Where we spend our time, how we spend our time, who we spend it with, all of that shapes our beliefs. So all of this, you know, impacts what we believe, but where do beliefs come from? How are they created? Well, I'm going to make it super simple for you. Ready? A belief is a thought that you've practiced over and over. That's it. It's simply a thought that you have practiced over and over. It becomes a belief and you think it's true. If you believe you have an amazing husband, that's because you've practiced the thought, my husband is amazing over and over, it's become a belief, and so that's true to you. If you believe making money is hard, well, then that's a thought that you've practiced over and over again until it's become a belief and you think that it's true. If you believe that your life is unbalanced, it's chaotic, it's overwhelming, then you've practiced that thought over and over, you get the point, it's a belief, and you think it's true. This all happens because our brain likes to be efficient. Our brain works really hard every single day, and it tries to conserve as much energy as possible. So in essence, the more you practice anything, the less your brain has to think about it. Your brain used to have to think a lot about walking. Now it just does it. Have you ever picked like a kindergartner up from school, like their first day of school, their first week of school? It even happens with like first, second graders and and even older kids. Like those first days, that first week of school is like exhausting. Like they're super tired because their brains have been working at like high speed. Our brains will do that. But frankly, they like to conserve energy. Okay. So the more that you practice anything, the less your brain has to think about it. So the more you practice driving a car, the less you think about driving a car. The more you practice the thought, the less you have to think about it, and it becomes a belief. So that is how a belief is formed. It's just a thought you think over and over again. So think back to the first time you tried to ride a bike. You remember that? Oh, man, I had like this yellow huffy with like this banana seat. It was epic. I'm telling you, it was epic. But learning to ride a bike was hard. So hard that like chances are you were like me and you started off with training wheels. We had one of those gravel streets, like those uh, tar and chipped gravel streets. 
So, man, when you would ride training wheels on that street, it was loud, and you'd, like, rock back and forth from side to side. You'd cruise around with those suckers on for a while, right? And then either you or mom and dad decided one day that they had to come off, that you were going to learn to ride your bike without the training wheels. It was a big deal. There's, like, a lot of preparation that goes into this moment, right? Off come the training wheels, and if you're like me, you found yourself on some sort of patch of grass with your dad behind you holding on to that banana bike seat, pushing you through the grass while trying to help you balance the bike. Now, eventually, my dad let go, and what happened? I fell over. Yep, fell right over. He dusted me off, told me to get back up on that bike. We did it again. Him holding, pushing, balancing, me falling over. Now, eventually, I got the hang of it, right? Just like you, got the hang of it. It was years ago, like decades ago. Don't even want to tell you how long ago it was. Now I ride a bike all the time. Like I love mountain biking in the fall and the winter here in Phoenix. And I just got a road bike um, because I want to ride with my husband here during the summer in the mornings before it gets like blazing hot. And you know what? Also, when it's cooler, I bust out the cruiser. Yeah, the beach cruiser. And I take Bob, the crazy chocolate lab, for a run while I'm cruising on the cruiser. I love riding bikes. So whether I'm hopping on a mountain bike, a road bike, or a trusty cruiser, I don't ever think of falling over. Like, it never even enters my mind. Why? Because I've practiced riding a bike over and over and over, and my brain knows what to do that it doesn't even think about it anymore. Thinking about how to ride a bike is a waste of energy for my brain because I already know how to do it. So that information gets pushed to the back of my brain where I don't even have to think about it and it just runs on automatic pilot. Why am I telling you about riding a bike? Well, that story is how beliefs are kind of created. You have this thought that you practice over and over. Your brain gets really good at thinking that thought. So to be efficient and to free up some energy for all the other things your brain has to do, your brain pushes that thought to the back of your brain where it becomes a belief and then it runs on autopilot. Just because you've practiced a thought and it becomes a belief doesn't make it true. It just means you've thought about it a lot. So if you believe you have an amazing husband making money is hard or your life is chaotic and unbalanced, well, then you've just practiced that thought a lot and it's become a belief. So how do you change all that? Well, a big part of my job as a coach is pointing out the beliefs of my clients. Like a lot of times they don't see it as a belief, but maybe like an observation of truth. And that's because, again, it's been pushed to the back of their brain where the belief is running on autopilot, unquestioned, unexamined. So of course it feels true. Of course. If you think making money is hard, chances are you have a ton of evidence to prove it, to support that belief, right? When a belief is running in the background of your brain, you subconsciously find ways to prove it's true. You find what you're looking for. If you think making money is hard, you're going to find all the evidence in the world to prove it. That, my friends, is why it is super important to challenge our beliefs, to question them. They impact us in ways that we don't even realize because they're running in the background. So my job as a coach is to pull those beliefs to the forefront where we can look at them, see if you like what they're creating for you. It's not a problem if we like the results that our beliefs are getting us. Like, take the belief, I have an amazing husband. 
If that belief is creating an experience you like, then keep the belief. Keep it. Hold on to it. Don't change a thing. No need to change it. No need to examine it, question it, nothing. Let it be. If your belief is creating the results that you like, there's no need to do anything about it. But if that belief is creating an experience or result that you don't like, then here's the cool thing. You get to decide whether or not you want to keep that belief or change it. Yeah, totally available to you. You get to decide. I know this because I had this experience. I had a long standing belief that I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough time. I truly believed that there weren't enough hours in the day to get all the things done. I had practiced this thought for so long. It, it probably popped into my head somewhere like in high school. Struggled to get all my schoolwork done along with cheerleading, softball, socializing. And let's not forget that cushy job I had at McDonald's. Yeah, I'm telling you, that was something special. I was always playing catch up, like always behind on everything. I continue to practice the thought, I don't have enough time throughout college. Never had enough time to get everything done, do all the things that I want, which is probably one of the reasons it took me five years to graduate. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's no wonder that, you know, we carry that belief with us through those different seasons of our lives. So when I got married and I built my career and I had my daughter, I continued to believe I didn't have enough time and Boy, did that feel so true. That little sentence that started running through my mind in high school had now become this belief that was running on autopilot in my brain. And you know what? That belief, I don't have enough time, was stressing me out. Yeah, it was making me feel inadequate at best and uh, probably a little lazy and incapable at worst. Maybe even a failure at worst, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, looking back, I can see that I practiced the hell out of that thought. It, it felt so true. And frankly, it didn't, it didn't matter whether or not it was true. What mattered was whether or not I liked the result that the belief was creating for me. And the answer was no. No, I didn't like it. I didn't like feeling behind, like whatever I accomplished in the day wasn't enough that that constant feeling of of being rushed and on edge which you know makes me cranky and moody and and frankly it leads to feelings of you know shame guilt and overwhelm like i'm laying it all out here for you right now because i i know that there are a lot of you that feel the same exact way that have that same belief and and it may in fact be creating that same result for you in your life these are the kind of beliefs you want to question and decide if you want to change. So I'm being real with you. I'm telling you what I had gone through so that you can see that it's normal, but it's also, and again, normal does not mean good. It means typical. I feel like I have to stress that every time I say the word normal because people get it twisted and they think that normal means good. No, no, no. Normal just means typical. It doesn't mean good. And it's normal to have those beliefs. Again, typical, not good. And they're the kind of beliefs you want to question. So how do you change a belief? How do you change it? Well, first, you got to uncover what the heck it is, right? You got to know what it is that you're believing. You got to pull it from the back of your brain to the front of your brain so that you can look at it. You need to discover the belief that's creating the result in your life that you want to change. 
Now, the fastest, most efficient way I know of doing this is working with a coach, someone like me. We all have blind spots in our lives, places that we just can't see. A coach will point them out to you and then help you unpack them and decide what to do with them. So I'm a coach. I'm certified. I got lots of training, lots of people that I've coached. I've studied this stuff. And you know what? I have my own coaches. I have my own coaches because I'm human. And I also have my own blind spots. Even though this is the work that I do in the world, I'm still human and I can't see my own blind spots, places and things I can't see. I go through this process of challenging my beliefs with my coaches all the time. And and I just believe that it's the fastest, most efficient way of cleaning up the clutter in your head so that you can do the things that you want, live the life that you want. So if you want to work with me, I'll tell you how at the end of this podcast. If you'd rather go the DIY route, I got you. I got you covered as well. You can uncover beliefs by working backwards. Here's what I mean by that. Start with the result. What is the result in your life that you don't like and you want to change? Maybe it's the amount of money that you're making. Maybe it is the lack of connection in your marriage. Maybe it's the number on the scale and and how much you weigh. Whatever that result is, start there. Find that. What's the thing that you want to change and you you don't like? Whatever that is, Ask yourself, what are you believing that's giving you that result? What are you believing that's giving you that result? I mean, seriously, bust out a piece of paper on the top of it, write down the result you want to change, whether that result is about money, relationships, your health, whatever it is, write it at the top of that piece of paper and then brainstorm all the thoughts you have about that result. Brainstorm them all. And then look at that piece of paper and see if there are any patterns. Maybe there isn't like a pattern that jumps out to you specifically, but there is a thought that keeps showing up in different ways. Pay attention to that kind of stuff. That's your belief. Once you have it, do you want to question it? Are you going to question it? Why would you question that belief? Now, again, you get to choose whether or not you want to keep it. I don't have enough time was a long-held belief that was stressing me out, creating the results of a never-ending to-do list that kept me from relaxing. I created the experience of it never being enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. There's not enough time. Enough, 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 enough. Did I want to question that at first? No. No, at first I did not want to question that. As a working mom and a wife, I had a ton of evidence to prove it. I didn't think that there was anything to question. But I realized I didn't like what that thought, that belief was creating for me. So that became the reason I was open to trying something new. So I started questioning that belief, the belief of I don't have enough time. Here is what questioning a belief sounds like. It sounds like you're just getting super curious about it. What does enough even mean? What would it look like if I had enough time? We all have the same 24 hours in a day. How do I want to spend my time? Who determines if I've done enough? What if I had plenty of time? What if it was okay I didn't get everything done on my list? How can I feel accomplished and relaxed? 
See, I, I just, by asking those questions, I started pulling on the string of that belief until it started to unravel and eventually it did. Now I had to start trying on a new belief first. And some of the beliefs that I tried on looked like I get to decide what I spend my time on. That was one. Another, um, there's more to do tomorrow, and that's okay. I like to put, and that's okay, at the end of a thought. I didn't get my entire to-do list done, and that's okay. Like, I can believe that. I can believe that. Now, I, I didn't go from, I don't have enough time, to there's more to do tomorrow, and that's okay. I didn't do that overnight. It, it did take some time, and I'll be honest, when you try on a new belief, it's going to be uncomfortable. Your brain wants to believe the same thing. It doesn't want to spend that energy. Remember, we talk about your brain wanting to be efficient. It doesn't want to spend that energy trying something new. It would rather stick to what it knows because if it sticks to what it knows, it doesn't have to work. It's autopilot. We can get comfortable and okay with what we have, and then it's hard to do the work to believe something new. But this is how you grow. This is how you create the life that, you know, you don't want to run away from. You decide what you want and then you go after it. Like imagine you never took off the training wheels. I go back to thinking about that yellow huffy bike with the banana seat. And if I would have just stayed in my comfort zone of knowing exactly what to expect with the training wheels and never taking them off. If that idea of trying something new, failing at it, getting a little scraped up kept me from actually learning to ride a bike. How would my life be different? What all would I have missed out on? I mean, imagine staying in that comfort zone of the beliefs that aren't working for you. Just because you know what to expect from them and the idea of trying something new, failing at it, getting a little frustrated was keeping you from living the life that you want. What would you miss out on? You get to believe whatever you want. Did you know that? You're allowed. You get to believe whatever you want. No one is stopping you but you. So get out of your own way and start believing the best things about yourself, the best things about your life, whatever it is. You get to do that. You have permission. If no one's ever told you that before, then let me tell you, you have permission to believe whatever you want. Again, you're going to find what you're looking for. If you are looking for all the ways that your life is amazing, you're going to find them. Now, some people might think that this is a bit delusional and they're like, oh, Pamela, you, you just can't believe you're fantastic and amazing. I mean, come on. Here's the thing. You're delusional already. Believing that you're not enough and unworthy, that's delusional too. So my advice is just like pick the delusion that feels better. Yeah, you can do that. Again, you're allowed. You're allowed to question it all to be open to new possibilities and ways of thinking. All it takes is a small shift in perspective to make a huge change in life. If you feel stuck, you got a few beliefs that, you know, maybe holding you back and you need some help with them, let me know. I'd be happy to have on a call with you and, and see how I can help. No charge, just a chat. You can go to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com to sign up if you're interested. But I do invite you to question it all, to challenge it, to see what's working and what's not. And if it's not working, then do something about it. Try on some new beliefs. Be open to the possibility of something else. This is how you grow. This is how you develop. This is how you 
like I said, you create the life that you don't want to run from. You create the life that you enjoy, you are excited about, and you want to wake up to every single day. Question it all and then create everything. Talk to you next week. Hey, podcast listeners. I so appreciate you and your time. If you could do me a favor and let others know that the Unstuck Your Life podcast is helping you wiggle loose by leaving a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I'd really appreciate it.